Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we continue on our division previews. Moving over to the NFC East as we what, march on to the NFL Draft, I would say. Got number two of eight we're going to do here. Going to go over some maybe more interesting teams, I would say, than the the AFC East was. You got the Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Redskins. I think there's awesome. There's some interesting situations going on on all of these. So we'll go through all that. But make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit. On Instagram, we are Fantasy Football Profit. And then on YouTube, you can go to YouTube slash Fantasy Football Profit and find us there. And all our videos and our exclusive YouTube content will be there. So make sure you guys subscribe there as well as you know, subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're pretty much all the places, iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. I don't know what other, what all the, every place you can think of we are. So find us there, subscribe to us, keep getting our episodes here as we get going to the draft. All right, Jeff, NFC East. Let's start with the Cowboys. They're an interesting team. Disappointing last year. Dak Prescott started out great. Looked like we were completely wrong on him at one point in the season. And then he proved that we were right on him later in the season. But a lot of that is going to be chalked up to the fact that he didn't have Ezekiel Elliott for six games. But was that really the case? And can he, I mean, he completely relied on Zeke then, that means. All right. So we know Zeke's great. I don't even think we have to go over Zeke too much. He's great. He's a top four back at the least. He's a top three most likely. And he's probably top two possibly for us we don't know yet i mean it's interesting he's right there girly zeke bell girly bell zeke zeke one of those it's those orders some people have him four behind david johnson but i think he's top three what do you think about Dak prescott um i mean yeah he, he kind of burned people in the second half of last year but i'm not over him like i i think that Dak is still a good quarterback I, w- I was off of him last year, though, so he did not burn me. I, I was assuming yeah, we- it was somewhat of the sophomore slump, if you will. Um, I think Ezekiel Elliott, you know, barring any unforeseen injuries that may happen, um, he served his time as far as his suspension, so he should be out of the woods as far as with the NFL. So we see a heavy workload with him when he was in. As you said, Dak was really, really good. So I don't see any reason why I wouldn't trust him. And I think now you can uh, get him. I mean, I mean, what is he ranked right now? Do you have that by any chance? Dak is 13th. See, I, I like that. I like him at 13. Right? It's not bad. The question is, you know, at 13th, that means you can get obviously 12 guys above him. That means he's not a starter at the moment. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. I'm very surprised by that. Um, I'm trying to think where, I, I mean, that's kind of, that's it's probably a decent spot. He's actually, he's one spot behind Garoppolo, but I would actually probably want Dak over Garoppolo. Yeah, I think Garoppolo is f- way overvalued, right? But the other guys he's below, he probably deserves to be below them. Roethlisberger, Andrew Luck, Matt Stafford. Yeah, I can see that. He's one spot ahead of Jared Goff. Yeah. He's two spots ahead of Philip Rivers, who's getting disrespected again at 15th. Oh, every year, man. Jameis at 16, Matt Ryan at 17. 
So and, and it's and interesting. This is, yeah, this is how it goes with quarterback though. There, there's so much here to like. Well, that's why reading off those names, I'm just thinking, wait, wait, yeah. wait, Never wait, gonna wait, 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 wait. There's no point to go for a quarterback when you have Dak at 13, even Golf Ward, Philip Rivers 15, Jameis 16, Matt Ryan 17, even Mariota 18, Patrick Mahomes 19, like Derek Carr 21st. Like you can just wait on quarterback and be perfectly yeah. fine. I mean, I always, want, I always wonder if there is a quarterback I could get you to spend for. No, because it would have been Aaron Rodgers, and look what – I mean, he got hurt. But even before that, it's not like he was just completely far and away the best quarterback in the world. Like, fantasy-wise, the numbers were great, but there weren't – they need to be – quarterback, those numbers need to be so much better than the rest for me yeah. to spend, and I can't see it. Because, like, last year I loved Russell Wilson. I just thought he was going to be great. I love the value. This year – Player hasn't changed, but I hate the value. He's number two, so I, I want value at quarterback always. Yeah, yeah. So I guess so. Right Pat, now, I'm think I'm thinking he would be ranked about tenth for me. Prescott, so yeah, yeah I could see him falling to me. Like he could be on my team because you can get him at a really nice spot. And I think he's, you know, he's within. There's probably a handful of guys that I feel the exact same way I feel about Dak Prescott, all in that range. So yeah, I, I could see him on some of my teams, but I also don't think you should reach for him. Because you see what can happen. Uh, he's not bulletproof by any means, which I think a lot of people kind of thought he was after his unbelievable freshman season. Yeah, and I think he's going to be good value, though. I like. I might be going after him because there's more upside, I feel like, with him than... I don't know. I feel like there's more upside with him than even Garoppolo. I honestly do. Do you, I, The thing I do worry about is I have no idea where his wide receiving uh, crew is. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about that. Des Bryant. I mean, there was the rumors that he could get cut. And you know what? It wouldn't shock me. I don't think it's going to happen. But if all of a sudden notification came across from Schefter saying Cowboys cut Des Bryant, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I saw that. That makes sense. He makes a lot of money. He hasn't been performing like a number one receiver. At least last year he didn't. Not like a top end number one. So sure they could. But if they if they cut him, they're sitting there with Terrence Williams, Allen Hearns, and Cole Beasley. That's ugly. With, yeah. with Dez as number one, Williams, Hearns, Beasley, that's a decent group behind him if you get a good Des Bryant. I, they need Des Bryant. I don't think they can cut him and be as good. They need that guy like that unless they go draft somebody, which is it's possible yeah. they could. I mean, I, I, I mean, maybe you do it in order to save money. That would be the only thing. I mean, I don't care what happened last year. Des Bryant isn't – he's not you know over the hill by any means. The guy's still a beast. I feel like they just didn't throw it to the guy. Yeah, I I think he's still good. He's not, what is he, 29-ish years old, you know, right about there. That's still in prime usually for an NFL wide receiver. I mean, it's getting yeah, towards it was the born end. born 88. Okay, so he's going to be. At the end of 88. So he's going to be 29 for what, most of this season? Yeah. Which is still fine. For That's still perfectly fine age. He's not. He has a few more good years in him for sure. So if they can make it work, if they have, you know, Zeke, I think a lot of it depends on Zeke. You got Zeke the whole year. Dak's going to be better. Dez should be better. Don't get rid of him. He could be a good value now. And uh, Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm thinking too. I, I still can't get past this weird feeling that we haven't really understood why Ezekiel Elliott leaving affected them so much. They still really are supposed badly. to have an unbelievably often like unbelievable offensive line, right? That, that's what we kept hearing, and all of a sudden, because they're 
their best running back, you know, got suspended. All of a sudden, they couldn't move the ball at all. They couldn't throw. They couldn't run. They, I mean, it just seems very, very strange. You think that you'd yeah. be able to get something done? So I, maybe, maybe some of it was Dak. Maybe there was fighting, squabbling. Maybe Dez wasn't happy. I mean, maybe it all fell apart at the same time. Something it feels very, very strange about the Dallas offense where I don't feel as confident about it where I used to, where I, I thought guaranteed Dez is going to score double-digit touchdowns. You know, flash forward a year, I was wrong. But <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true. If if what, Zeke runs that offense, if he's out, they're going to not be good. So hopefully he stays healthy like he has and should be okay. I mean, if they made some crazy move and draft their wide receiver, we all know Dez is gone, but... I still could see them drafting one late. They're not going to well, – I highly, highly I doubt they're like, getting – Yeah, what what wide receiver are you going to any, draft no, in order there, to – There just isn't. Terrence Williams is not a number one. No. Alan they, Hearns is not a number Dez. one. They, they do. They, I mean, what a – can you imagine if they did – so Terrence Williams, Alan Hearns, and then you can – you know, Ryan Switzer, Beasley are, are going to be the slot guy. So you're telling me that you would have like three number two, say, if you even went out and got – We'll just say Yeldon or something or someone like that. Um, three number two wide receivers just running yeah. around. It, it doesn't really feel right. It doesn't make any sense why you would do that. It doesn't. And that's why I think the Dez talk is just trying to get him to restructure. You know, the threat, probably of, a, the threat of a release is what they don't want to pay him what they're paying him. Would, where would you feel okay with getting Dez? You know, I'm, I'm still fine with Dez as a, as a wide receiver too. I am. I'm, I think that's a good wide receiver too. Oh yeah, I'm actually with you on this one. And he's back into wide receiver two. He's 19th ranked currently in the updated ranks. Uh, you know, if you look on Fantasy Pros. That's a wide receiver two, and that's not a that's not an expensive wide receiver two. It puts him in the. Let's see here. Let's just go. Okay, 16 Amari Cooper, 17 Diggs, 18 Allen Robinson, 19 Des Bryant. It's a decent. You know, I feel comfortable with Des. Dez is was better than Amari Cooper, even. Which Amari Cooper again? We're gonna buy into the Amari Cooper talk, which I'm I'm probably going to. Yeah, I am. But. And <laughs> you know, then Larry Fitzgerald is a spot after Dez. So Larry Fitzgerald is of course getting the no one believes in him again. It's the year he's finally gonna fall off. Which that's probably gonna be my feeling too. <laughs> and it might not work. You know, he, he has to at some point. But so Dez. That's a good spot. He's one spot ahead of Fitzgerald. I'd pick him over Larry. He's two spots ahead of Josh Gordon. I'm picking him over Josh Gordon. I Josh Gordon has to really do something actually for me. I don't. Demar- Demarius Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. I think that's about right for Des. But would you pick him over Allen Robinson? No, I would take Allen Robinson. Yeah. And Dig- I like Diggs. I'm- Diggs is kind yeah, of the I guy like I'm, I'm kind of becoming uh, a big, bigger and bigger fan of. I think because of last year... I mean, obviously because of last year, but I feel like that is, I mean, maybe you could find someone that you like more, like maybe one or two, but I feel like that's a pretty good spot yeah, because I think, so I think the guys above him are kind of up and coming. They've, they, you know, they've showcased their talent. Allen Robinson, maybe I could see the argument. We haven't seen him play yet. Yeah. They've come back from ACL. So that's interesting. Des, I don't think he's going anywhere. I really don't. No, I, I, I don't buy it. No, I, I didn't see any real decline. I'm, I'm just hoping that the – I feel like Des Bryant is someone that can play with a chip on his shoulder and you just hope that it plays in the correct direction. And with the Dallas Cowboys saying that we could cut you if he hears that and that's a real threat, yep. I could see him 
you know, playing out of his mind because he's angry, but I can also see him being a, a, a royal pain in the butt for the Dallas Cowboys and just, you know, kind of getting in his own head. Yeah. So it could go both ways on that one. But he's way too talented. I, w- I would take the chance on him. Yeah, I can't have Terrence Williams as your number one. No, and, that, that and would not, be a really bad number one. And I'm not an Alan Hearns fan. So No. I, I would feel better about Alan Hearns being my number one Maybe. than Terrence Williams. That is not saying a lot. And then Cole Beasley's just not a fantasy option, really. He had this, he had a brief run there, what, two years ago, which I became a huge Cole Beasley yeah. PPR fan, but that's not really much there. Tight end, Jason Witten again. He's... I mean, I, have the same I love, have had yeah, him for a few years. I love Jason Wynn, but I would never draft him in fantasy. No, he's going to be a fill-in for a week or two in a bye week kind of situation. And someone's there's going to be the week where Witten looks good for a couple weeks and people pick him up again, but he's just not a top end anymore. He's a solid tight end. He's like he's a Hall of Fame tight end, but he's not you know fantasy relevant to me in 2018. So, all right, that's it for the Cowboys for me. Zeke's great. So yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. pretty much it. It runs on Zeke. How about we move over? to the New York Giants. And this is a very interesting team. <laughs> a lot going on here. New coach, new general manager. Odell Beckham is doing interesting things in videos. They could, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, they, this team could easily be the most improved team as far as record-wise. I mean, they yep. they were one of the most disappointing teams last year. Only three wins. Obviously, Beckham getting hurt and you know Eli Manning just absolutely laying a dud for the entire year almost and the latest uh Schefter tweets as of Tuesday was he really thinks the Odell Beckham trade talks were a real thing that was also before Brandon Cooks went to the Rams and the Rams were thought to be the main team trying to get Odell Beckham does that change things maybe maybe not I don't know the Giants, though, come on, you can't get rid of somebody that good. I mean, Odell Beckham is one of the best talents in the NFL by far. He is um, he's ridiculously good. He obviously is a, he's a, he's a typical wide receiver in that way, you know, like in the mold of oh, Terrell Owens and Chad Johnson. Absolutely. Ocho Cinco, you know, Keyshawn Johnson, you keep going way back. Wide receivers are known to do this. That's what Odell Beckham is, but he's better than all of them. I honestly think even though Terrell Owens is a Hall of Famer, I think Odell Beckham's better than pretty much everybody. And, I mean, talent-wise, he's just as good as anybody in the NFL right now, even Antonio Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, he's just as good. So, please, they can't get rid of him. If if they did, I'm going to think he's going to be amazing no matter where he's at. So, Yeah, at some point, I would almost would love to see him with a different QB besides Eli almost. Which, maybe that'll happen. Are they going to draft one? That seems to be what people think. But there's also the possibility they get Saquon Barkley. It's still a possibility he's drafted there because it doesn't seem like the Browns will draft Barkley at number one. The the Browns' plan is to draft a quarterback probably at one and hope Barkley falls to them at four. The Giants, though, I think they need a quarterback. Yeah, it would be a good time for them to get one. I mean, Eli is going to start this year, but they could have him back Eli up for a year or two and then he could step up and be the heir apparent you know it's a good strategy and for this team you you have a lot of pieces that are really really nice even though as bad as they were last year I mean people coming back from injury they lost their what top two wide receivers right off the bat yep I mean this team really if you think about it with if if they if they drafted let's say Barkley I don't think it's Cam but if they drafted him 
Eli is probably still good enough to be a you know solid quarterback for a team like this. They had Barkley at running back with Jonathan Stewart backing him up and wide receivers of Odell Beckham and Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram at tight end. There's so many weapons in really, that Really, that actually could be something there. I don't think they'll draft Barkley. I think they'll draft the quarterback, and then you've got Jonathan Stewart as your lead back. That's... You know, I mean, yeah, it depends if they fall in love with the guy because I feel like in the draft, it's quite possible that you could still find a good, a, a decent quarterback in the second round. You know, I, I feel like they're hyping up these top three guys way over, you know, too much. But um, but at the same time, Eli's getting older and the only guy they have behind him is Davis Webb. So at what point do you just take the plunge, invest that, even if you have someone like Saquon Barkley? And I don't think anybody has a clue because I'm, I'm just looking through mock drafts. Let's, one of them has him getting Barkley. Another one has him getting uh, Bradley, Bradley Chubb, the defensive end from uh, North I mean, Carolina State and others have them getting a quarterback. No one really knows what they're going to do. So, I mean, fantasy purposes, Saquon Barkley's a great fit for fantasy yeah. football purposes. If, that's if he a, goes here, great. that's amazing. Oh, man. I don't think necessarily that's going to be what happens. That would be that'd be wonderful. That would be my pick. I mean, I would. that's what I'm hoping for. I, I think that would be the best for this next year. For I mean, I really think it would be the best thing for the New York Giants, even more so than getting a QB. Yep. And then they still have Brandon Marshall still there, surprisingly. he I don't think he's going to be cut. I think they're going to keep him around. He might need to take a pay cut, but I think he might actually stick around, which I didn't think was going to happen, but doesn't there hasn't been any talk about them getting rid of him yet. Yeah, maybe it's just time to, you know, this is his last stop. Yeah, he might just stick around there and be a third, which fantasy-wise I'm not interested. I think he's kind of done that, you know, purposes. Sterling Shepard is a solid two, and, and he's shown he can be a good player. So with Odell there, he might even be better. Cody Latimer, <laughs> they signed him. Hey, you never know. There could actually still be something there from him. There were, he's still young. And then Evan Ingram's going to be great, I think. Ingram yeah, was great. I, I think Ingram will be in the top five of tight ends. I think he's going to be probably top five for sure, top four for me most likely. But I think see Jimmy Graham getting ahead of him in a lot of ranks. Um, which actually isn't the case yet. I'm I'm actually kind of surprised. Jimmy Graham, people haven't bought into the hype as much. He's ranked seventh currently in the current rankings, tight end wise. Evan Ingram is four, followed by Greg Olson, Hunter Henry, and then Jimmy Graham. So Hunter Henry's not going to surprise anybody, but that's another one. But Ingram, four. You're going to have to, I don't know if you have to pay. That's an interesting spot. You're not really going to have to pay for him. I don't think, but he's still really pay for, I mean, you pay for the top two Kelsey and you're going to Ertz is going to be a little bit more of a price, but having Ingram don't really know, but he's going to be good. And this team coming into this, I wasn't thinking I was going to expect much from the Giants. expect much. Can't even talk from the Giants, but you really look at it. Hey, why couldn't they do something? I mean, it makes no sense why they were why they only won three games right. last year. They had a lot of injuries, and when you lose your best player in Beckham, that that hurts enough. And then you lose Brandon Marshall as well. Uh, you know, I I think they should, like I said, they should probably be one of the most improved teams, at least in in you know wins losses. Maybe not talent necessarily, but they should definitely be much better than they were last year. And I think that will be directly shown in their offensive production. So I, I think there's a lot to be liked here. I agree. So I'm going to move on. Wait till they, I just, they're going to be interesting to talk about after the draft. 
Yeah, uh, we do. really need to know. It's unfortunate, but drafting your QB as much as that might excite some fans, that's not going to do a whole lot of anything for fantasy. All right. How about the defending Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles? And they have a lot of weapons everywhere here. Obviously, Carson Wentz coming back at quarterback. We don't know if he'll be back for the start of the season yet. No one's going to know for a while. I doubt he's going to do anything in preseason. We won't have a clue until week one. But if he plays, he's going to be good. But that means I think Wentz could end up being a value in drafts because it's going to be the I don't know what to expect type thing. And Foles will probably be fine again, stepping in if he has to. For The rest of the players aren't going to suffer. And Foles will be a good... If he had to play week one or two, whatever, be fine. But I mean, I think the majority of people expect Wentz back week one. Just I don't think we'll know. So yeah, and even if you have to start someone else for the be, first couple of games, Wentz and I would I would love that and, and get and yeah and get the discount on him in the draft. And I think I do think that could be what ends up happening. I don't think it's really happening ranks wise yet. But once drafts happen and there's more of a, you know, we don't know what's happening with him. It's, he could fall a little bit. So he's right now fourth as the fourth quarterback, which is probably where he deserves to be. But all the weapons these Eagles have now, Jai is going to be the main back there. And I can see Corey Clement getting a lot of work as well, kind of like he did in the Super Bowl there. He's, you know, in that, maybe that old Darren Sproles role, unless, I mean, what's his name? Donnell Pumphrey. Pumphrey. Pumphrey? There's a possibility there, too. Yeah, I think he finally made I, – I don't know if he's going to be fantasy relevant, but I, I think he'll finally make an appearance, and I, I think he could do some really nice stuff. I do, too. That's an interesting player. He was a good player at, what, San Diego State? Is that where he went, I believe? Um, teamed up there with Rashad Penny, who's a pretty good prospect as well. So Pumphrey could be interesting. Clement could be good. I think Ajayi's going to be pretty solid, and he, there's n- he's not going to command a huge price. He's a running back, too, back-end running back, too. With price, because you, I think that's really good value for JHI for the potential of what he could actually do. Yeah, and and I think Ajay benefits hugely without Blunt there. Oh yeah, I think that's just right up his alley. He can take over those carries and and that kind of role as well. So I think he he just gains a a you know a giant section of the the rushing game. But like I said, and I think there's a reason why he is. You know, in the back end of the second round, I think people understand that it is going to be, uh, you know, kind of a, a stable full of running backs that they're going to use a bunch of people and, and they come in and out. And that's the whole Eagles team. So um, as much as I think a Jai could probably carry the whole running back by committee situation, yeah, that's just not how they're going to use them. Maybe. I don't know. I'm you think that he's uh, going to dominate the carries? Good. I, th- you know, I think he's going to get a lot. I'm going to. No, I know, but you think that he... I, I think he's good, too. I have a good feeling about it. You think that the Eagles are going yeah, to give him the... I do. They're going to let him be the the feature back. I kind of do. I'm going to be ranking him higher than most people. I already know this. And he's going to end up on a lot of my teams as my number two running back. And I feel really good about it. And if shoot, if he stays at 19-20, maybe I get him as a number three. And who knows? If I get that, if he's my flex, oh, man, I'm going to win every championship out there. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's JJ. I feel really good about it. I, I really, I mean, okay, I'm not, I, yes, I was a big JJ fan last year, so hopefully I'm not getting, I'm just <laughs> hoping it happens. But I was just saying, like, at a, he is a, I think he's a wonderful three, and I think he's a, a very good two. Um, you know, but I, I, 
you know, I, I do. I think when you look at how deep the running back situation is, it, there is going to be a lot of questionable calls as far as how many carries is this guy really going to get? As long as he gets 15, he's going to be solid. So I'm I'm a big JJ fan. Then wide receivers, Alshon Jeffrey, he's he's very solid. It sounds like he was playing with an injury last year too, so we might not actually know how good he could have been. So that's going to be an interesting one. He's going to be, though, wide receiver two. That's where he is. That's mm-hmm. where he should be. He's not going to be overvalued, I think. He's not going to be undervalued. He's just a guy who's going to be probably right where he should be. Yeah, you know I what agree. I mean? There's just it's not a lot of Alshon Jeffrey hype, but everyone knows he's just kind of where he should be. He's that middle tier after the top guys. Before the guys with potential, you know Alshon's going to be solid. If you get him as your wide receiver two, you can you know have some good weeks. You'll feel comfortable about it. The Nelson Aguilar finally showed some potential last year, played really well. And again, I think you're going to be able to get him for a very, very good price if you want him. Currently ranked 46th. Um, he was one guy that I thought was going to kind of shoot up and, and pass his value, he but no, that's... currently hasn't yet. Yeah. Because I, I probably would have... I probably... I wouldn't have any real issue if I got him as a, you know, a, a third wide receiver back end because you can load up down there. So if you had Aguilar... I think he obviously will carry a good enough value where you can probably start him right away at the beginning of the year. And yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be very solid and very good value. There's nothing wrong with getting him where you're going to. He's a fourth receiver and he's ranked fifth receiver almost in these ranks. I, mean, I would love to give him as like a fifth. That's what he is. I mean, in a 10-team league, <laughs> yeah. he's I mean, a fifth receiver currently. In, in, Crazy. Say, say you do start, you have to start three wide receivers in your league. Would you have any issue starting him as your, your third? I mean, probably. Like, it, it, I, back I, I, I would, third? I would need two strong one and twos to feel more comfortable about it. But, I mean, why not? If Why can't he be? He was trending upwards, and he's going to be in what, year four? He's only 24 years old. He'll turn 25 before the season. That's it. Yeah, he's super young. Wide receivers don't typically break out till year three or four. He kind of had the breakout going into year three. So year four, why not? Why can't it even keep happening? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I love that. If you get him at, at the four, I think that is unbelievable value. Then they also have uh, Matt Collins out there who showed some promise as a as a rookie. There were some signs that he could do something. But he only hit 16 catches, but there was, he looked good at times. I don't really know you know, how much you can expect. He's actually basically the same age as Nelson Aguilar. So, you know, he's not necessarily, you know, he's not one of those really young rookies last year. So he, he could be okay. And they signed Mike Wallace as basically to take over the Tory, Tory Smith role, I guess. Not the same player, but necessarily, but just that veteran. I mean, kind of. They kind of are. It's, right? <laughs> they it's really kinda, are, yeah. It's, it's kind of, that's kind of what if he's just taken, it's just, you replaced him. To me, it's the same fantasy-wise. Really, it's the same thing to me. doesn't matter. No, yeah. I'm not <laughs> going to draft either one of them, but... Yeah, no. Not, not interested, but he could. he's going to provide depth for them. He'll fi- be fine for them in you know actual football terms, which is all they care about. He'll be fine there. And then tight end, Zach Ertz is great. He's going to be number yep. three in almost everybody's board. Yep. I and, think number three pretty much everywhere. Yeah, to the point where he's... You're, you're, he will be the last one you really have to pay for, I think. Yep, and he's going to be two on. I can see some people going Kelsey Ertz Gronk just to be you know a little different in the whole you know waiting for the Gronk downfall thing. Yeah, but, I think that's a little foolish, but you know, I, I do. Too. There's going to be the people that do it. I know, but Ertz is a very solid option. And and you're a, obviously you're an Ertz fan. You yeah. had him in a a bunch of leagues last year. You were on the Ertz train early. How much would you? Well, first of all, we'll go. How much do you think he will go for in a draft? In, say, in, an auction in like draft. In like an auction, yeah. 10, 
league, 10 teams, $200 budget. I could see him going upwards of $10. And how much would you be willing to pay for a guy that you like? Six. <laughs> yep. There, there, there's my, my cheap companion over there. Right? That's about all I do because I'm going to, I'll spend the dollar on, you know, somebody later i just i had to know i i know that you don't pay for tight ends or qbs much but like I did, myself i mean but. i spent 11 or 12 on kelsey last year in ours so yeah it's such good value though yeah and i would say i'm gonna spend the dollar on trey burton but i have a feeling trey burton is gonna be the guy who is overvalued even though he's ranked lower he's gonna be one of those guys who he's relevant he was a philadelphia receiver or tight end so that's gonna be the kind of guy i look for Burton's is gonna be great if i can get him you know in a snake draft, he could fall to the right spot then. It's going to depend. Except I hate snake drafts. Just throw that out there. Not a fan. If you're listening, sorry. If you like snake drafts. Auction. we got to get an auction draft episode going. Yeah, we, convert, we convert more people over to the auction format, which is by far superior. Yeah. It's just, just more fun. It's just the correct way to <laughs> play fantasy football. All right. One last team here in the AFC East, or the NFC East. Washington Redskins. Got a new quarterback in Alex Smith. Which, not a crazy drop-off from Kirk Cousins. Not really. It's not. He's not, I don't believe, as good as Kirk Cousins. But he's probably okay. But we don't expect numbers like last year for Alex Smith. He's going to be one of those big drop-off players. Then again, if you like Alex Smith and you think he's going to be good again, you can get him for nothing because he's going to be ranked that way. No one's going to buy into it. He's going to be around 20th right now in the rankings. Because who are, I mean... Who is he exactly going to be throwing to? Jamison Crowder is fine, but he's not a number one. No. And he, he really didn't. He's, Two years ago, he showed real promise. Yeah, Last year, he just kind of didn't regress. Yeah, he's just he's not a number one. He's not going to be a number one. He just kind of stays. He should be. A, I mean, really, this is probably what's going to happen, too. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought that Crowder would, you know, kind of move back to the slot where he was two years ago, and then you would have Daxon and and who they signed, Paul Richardson, on the outsides. And, I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen. If it does, you know, Crowder could have some value because I think that's Alex Smith's bread and butter. But once again, he's not, besides for last year, which I think was a fluke. I mean, show me another year where Alex Smith really put up major passing yards, and you just don't really see it. They play methodically down the field. Yep. Jordan Reed, I would be huge. <laughs> I would be a huge fan if that mother effort could ever stay healthy, because this is the perfect situation for him. You know, and, the funny thing is because Jordan Reed's going to end up being um, ranked low enough where he becomes a value. Oh, I know. Every Everyone is, I'm always going to have that opportunity, and I'm just going to be, I'm going to have to say no. I, I know he's not going to play half the games, and I won't know. I'll have to wait Sunday morning trying to fig- figure out if he's fine and he won't be. And It's too much stress, too hard to uh, to try to guess. He just had toe surgery. Jordan Reed did. Maybe. Just. Maybe that's going to correct the <laughs> yeah, problems. Say maybe it will correct everything. Maybe that is why he was a... Uh, you know, head pains and all that. Maybe. And then I'm looking at current rankings for wide receivers right now. Jamison Crowder is the highest ranked of the Redskins receivers at 37th. Then you got Josh Doxson is 43rd ranked and Paul Richardson down at 62nd. So if you want any of these guys, you're not going to have to pay for any of them. Do you still like maybe Josh Doxson the most for the potential there? Or is it just no, kind of... Because you know, of Alex Smith, no. I, I think Alex much. Smith kills his upside. Yeah, where I think he he could be a very good vertical threat because of his ball skills, 
so no i mean i i really i'm i probably won't end up with any player on this team i mean i really i really am down on the redskins this year and Doxon going into year three, that third year wide receiver breakout. And no, and I really, I really like the guy's talent. I, I was starting to really warm up to him. And then, you know, Alex Smith is just a different quarterback than Kirk Cousins. You know, I, you know, I could see myself having Paul Richardson on my team as like my, if I went and had like six receivers, five receivers, because maybe there's something. He, I mean, he's a speedy guy, he could be good. Maybe he hasn't lived up to his full potential yet. Maybe, maybe not. Nah, 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 never mind. <laughs> <laughs> like talking yourself out of it mid, mid-sentence. It's, just, it's Alex Smith. It's Alex Smith. I, I, I just can't. I can't even trust myself. I, I can't. It's Alex Smith. No, I know. And I, I guarantee you, uh, there's probably people out there thinking Alex Smith, uh, just seeing last year how well he did. I mean, he finished, yeah. I think he finished in the top five QBs. and uh, But it, it was such a fluke. Yep. And if you look at the talent that he had with him, at the other place, and then coming here, I mean, it was, you know, it's not the same at all. And then, how about the running backs? Yay. Exciting. <laughs> Once again, I mean, it gets even worse. As of today, I believe people are expecting, if they didn't make, if they didn't draft a running back, Samaj P. Ryan might get the first shot at it. Maybe. I think that Rob Kelly had his, had his moment in the sun. He had his time. I think he, we know what he is. I think we knew what he was. We weren't really, you know, buying into that. He's an undrafted free agent. That's he, he was just not going to ever be great. But Chris Thompson's the interesting guy and who could have a lot of value. But again, I don't think he's going to sneak up on anybody. And they're going to use him a lot if he's out there. You know, they will use him a lot. So he's going to do well. But he's ranked, let's say, 27th right now. So he's a, ranked as a running back three. And... That's, I mean, that's not going to sneak up on anybody. And that's also, it's like a flex. Yeah, that's about where he probably should be. But again, I would, I'd almost want better value for him than that. In a way, especially coming off an injury. I I 100% agree with you because of Alex Smith and he can catch the ball and and he has a different skill set than Kelly or P. Ryan that he does, he does have interest. But I'm exactly where you're at. When you say, would you want him as your running back three? Mm. I'm always like, Eh. Yeah, right. It's eh. whenever I feel like that about a player, like that, eh, it means I try, I stay away from it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at that point, I mean, can I take P. Ryan as my like fourth? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, and P. Ryan's ranked 20 or 32nd right now. So he is like a third or he's like a fourth if you're in a 10 team. He is right there. Yeah, and I mean, but it, I'm not it, even, once I, again, it kind of goes back to, and if these stay the way they are right now and they will change a bit obviously because you're going to have rookies come in and, and all that but um you know if they stayed right now I, I would end up with no no Washington player on my team yeah most likely not for me either I mean Jordan Reed honestly is the one I might end up if he stays okay if he stays nothing yeah where actually where is he ranked 11th currently 11th okay yeah, damn it I might end up with Jordan well, Reed. that means he's gonna be a like in an auction for us that's a one dollar tight end yeah you know that's pretty much what that means I mean if I can really pick him up at the end of the draft I could actually start with two tight ends say yep. and just know that he's gonna get hurt I, I could I could roll with that strategy I don't I don't mind wasting that one spot on another tight end um I, because I really do think when he's healthy he could be very very good with Alex Smith I think he could too. I just, I mean, I think he could be good with any quarterback, yeah, but it could be. I think it's tailor made for him in this situation. And then there's a 
I mean, I think there's a very real possibility they could draft a running back again. I mean, they just did draft P. Ryan last year, I know. But it's not not in the first round, obviously. That's not a, for sure, a thing. But later in the draft, there's a lot of potential running backs out there that could be interesting later. They could maybe draft. They don't have a third-round pick. I don't really see them drafting one in the second. But, I mean, they, I could definitely see them maybe taking somebody in the fourth and seeing what they have there because I don't think they're terribly excited about what P. Ryan has done. And what Kelly is, they're just they're oh, they're not exciting. No, <laughs> basically, they're just not. They're fine. They're they're serviceable. That's yeah, about it. I mean, I, I just have a really bad feeling about this whole team. I mean, they were seven and nine last year, and I feel like they're going to shoot underneath that this year. Yeah, I just don't like the makeup. I don't either. All right, I think it's gonna do it for the NFC East. Be back next week. We'll preview probably the AFC North and NFC North. Do those next. So we keep going and going on this and, you know, see if there's more interesting stuff that happens before next week. Probably not. The Brandy Cooks trade happened this week, and that's I don't see much more happening for a couple more weeks. We still got, you know, three weeks until the draft or so. It'll get more interesting as we get closer, but we will talk to you guys next week. 